Hello and welcome to the Lunar Poetry Podcast. I'm Michelle Madsen and I'm here with Peter Odendahl and Adrian Van Wyck from InZinc Poetry in Stellenbosch. We're at the Roundhouse today and they're going to be chatting a little bit about uh, their brilliant poetry night and their own poetry which has brought them over to London. Hi guys. Hello. So Adrian, can you tell us a bit about the night? Our platform focuses on providing multilingual content to audiences um, and we purposefully do that in a, when we curate the evening is to bring different styles of poetry together so it's the Inzing Poetry Sessions, the place where the poetries meet um, so it's this meeting place of different poetries, different languages and different forms of expression onto one platform Sounds um, well, coming from a, a sort of one language poetry world, yeah. which is uh, the UK poetry scene at the moment. Mm. Obviously, you get people coming in and doing different things. It's yeah. quite um, overwhelming almost <coughs> to be met. It's overwhelming and impressive to be met by all of these multilingual poets. Yeah. And even if you don't understand the language, you can still get quite a lot out of what's going on. Um, how do you, Peter, how do you choose the people that you bring on? I mean, is the poetry world very interconnected in South Africa? Are you people from Cape Town or from all over the country? Yeah, well, I mean, um, I don't think it's very, um, the poetry world is very, very connected. It, it has always been quite sort of fragmented, you know, it's, few individuals doing doing different things. Um, uh, what we usually do is mo- most of our poetry draw from the greater Cape Town area or like the Western Cape. Um, um, every now and again we'll have, maybe we'll have travelling poets either from overseas or from other parts in the country that we also, also host. Uh, but there's definitely like a very particular sort of regional character to the, yeah. to the session. So, so mostly the languages that you'll hear there's um, Afrikaans, Tosa and then and English. Sometimes a bit of Situ. But, but those are the three main, three main languages. And then maybe you can just also say that the, the sessions are held in a, in a township um, on the periphery of Stellenbosch. Um, so that's the traditionally black black areas, um, and so what we're also trying to do is to to create a platform in in a community where, where something like that doesn't doesn't exist. How did how did you guys end up in? Because I, I went to this venue and it's like an amazing amazing bar that's sort of perched mm. on a little hill overlooking the glittering lights of the, of the city yeah. but very much in the township yeah. Yeah. a taxi drive that I got from Cape <laughs> Town which is a very expensive taxi ride was, um, was like are you sure you want to go here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you guys find that venue? how did, you, how did that happen? Yeah. I, that's a good question yeah, it just I, happened I, I think I, I think I heard about this venue and then we just approached the people and asked if we could if we could use that space and and, and bring bring more students into this it's, it's a bar isn't it? yeah it's, it's just like well at the moment it, it's not really used for, for for a lot of things it used to be a, a restaurant mm-hmm. theater for a while yeah. and so on so it's like a, it's a bit of an in an in-between phase at the moment um, but but yeah it's a it's a it's essentially a, a township theatre yeah. that, yeah, that we use. As far as you know, is this the only poetry night in 
South Africa that's in a township? No. No, no. They, 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 are, are, they are poetry gigs that are happening in other townships around the Cape Town okay. area. In the country as well. It's in the a, country, yeah. It's, um, the, the culture of gathering and, and, and sharing stories is very strong in South Africa. And, it's, and the poetic tradition of, of various um, languages have their own form of, of, of gathering and their mm-hmm. own form of getting together. Um, so uh, many of the, a lot of the time you'll find gigs happening without the without the formal structure of a gig. So there won't be sound or there won't be um, marketing. But everyone knows to be at that place at a specific time. So it's a there's a very very there's a very um, it's a very organic sense of, of com- a community and and getting together and, and sharing stories. Um, like there's another a poetry movement in Cape Town, uh, good friends of ours, Lingua Franca from Delft, which is uh, also a township in, in um, more closer to Cape Town side. Um, and they started in a shack. They started the poetry session and it's now developed over four years. Um, and they still have regular poetry sessions without the formal structure of the gig, um, uh, without those formal things. Um, like sound and marketing, they just get together and they perform. So the, I think the, the, that that side of poetic tradition in South Africa is quite healthy. Okay, um, well maybe could we have uh, a poem from one of you guys? Who wants to kick Peter's it off? Peter's ready. Peter's ready. Peter's ready. Okay. Okay. So this one is uh, for a prehistoric fish okay. uh, called the um, coelacanth. Um, yeah, and they they. They were long thought to be extinct. They live very deep in the ocean where there's no light, so this is for one of them. When you swim backwards and do awkward headstands, you're a slow-mo acrobat without crowd or lights. The black blue sea, your only audience. Kilometers above you, ice ages have come and gone. You were there before reptiles, dinosaurs, birds, humans, empires, and you'll still be performing your silent tricks faultlessly, even after our last syllable. Stay away from here. The light will make you ignorant of the wisdom of darkness. When the rest of us swam upwards, dried ourselves and went to look for air on land, you kept low, waited for the sea to calm down. Stay away from here. The light will make you ignorant of the wisdom of darkness. Teach us to live in the dark like you, to be done with audiences and lights, so that we can learn, just like you, to once again read the tingling of each other's electric dreams at night. Book! Thank you! That's amazing. Um, Listening to it, I was sort of thinking this could be read in many different ways. Mm. And quite like one of the things that I've found is that pretty much everything that everyone performed um, at your night has was political. Yeah. Yeah. Saying something really um, about the condition, not just of um, that person as a human being, but yes, what yes, it yes. is to be in South Africa yeah. and yeah, alive yeah, at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Peter, is that something? That, can you tell me a bit about why you started writing poetry and and how poems like this come about for you? <laughs> um, well, I started writing when I was about um, eighteen years old. Um, I really only got into it about um, three or four years ago, um, and I don't know. I mean, I guess I write whenever I feel. Um, 
touched in some way mm -hmm. or something. Mm. Um, I mean, but then also, like this poem, for instance, has a history, interesting history because it was it was like part of a, a, a course in creative writing that, that, that I did, and we had to um, compose a poem to some animal. Mm -hmm. So I just went and looked for, for an animal that I wanted to compose a poem for. That's where, <laughs> it, where it came from. But uh, uh, um, a lot of, of, of my poetry, I guess, is... is um, I'm really interested in, 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 the, in the natural world and relationship to the natural world. Um, but then also, of course, the political realities that we face in South Africa. And yeah. instead of uh, poems about identity and identity politics, um, how do I see myself as a white, so-called Afrikaner, South African? Like, how, how do I fit in into the great scheme, scheme of things? So, yeah. Yes. Um. Agent, do you want to give us a poem as well and you can tell us a bit about where your thoughts fit in in terms of how you write? Slowly words pierce dreams, one poke at a time, deflating hope, one consonant at a time. As empty promises scavenge the sky with little consideration, whilst minimal action feasts on goals. Dreams of childhood magnitude which love is supposed to exude has been pulled down to reality cleverly by those that have figured out the dosages of how many promises are needed to bring about happiness. They inject their venomous words with no care allowing straight promises to kill dreams on street corners everywhere. The books will arrive on Monday. We're doing our utmost. The books will arrive on Monday. We're doing our utmost. Struggle credentials overshadow essentials like the capability of accepting the responsibility that power brings. That's why mass graves of imaginary friends can be found not too far away from the murder scenes of our children's dreams. You're still shocked in the average in high school tests? Like this from the scheme of a British with promise-proof vests. A growling stomach acts as a vicious reminder into what's achievable. And then we allow our children to accept words into their vocabulary like impossible. The books will arrive on Monday. We're doing our utmost. The books will arrive on Monday. We're doing our utmost. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, so I guess I'll pin the same question over to you. Yeah. Where, where, did, uh, where, did your writing, where did your writing come from? Um, I started writing, I think, when I was like 12 or 13. I was going through that phase in life. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, uncontrollable emotions and those things. Um, so it started for me as a as a writing started as a space for my, to make sense of myself um, and to express. The there was a lot of. Um, you know, like, just trying to find clarity, clarity into what was happening to myself, um, entering into this journey. And then from there, um, yeah, writing has always been a tool for me to also make sense of my environment, to um, kind of, like, help channel and, and see where, where, where I'm going through words and also... Enjoy, just enjoy um, like exploring my vocabulary and seeing, trying to associate words with feeling. What are the aspects of your environment 
that are really sort of affecting your writing at the yeah, moment? Hey, um, this whole it's a, it's an international idea of rethinking, um, just rethinking education and rethinking what universities and those type of things and um, also at the moment I'm I'm just like trying to explore there's so much oh happiness happiness has arrived <laughs> I've just told that she had to make this one <laughs> oh thank you so much where else is this one going? just to uh, let me just to let you guys know that there we have um uh, waffles with bacon and maple yeah. syrup just arrived and we now have two exceptionally happy poets. So if you hear any munching in the background, that's what's going to be going on. Um, <laughs> um, and so at the moment, it's I'm trying to... I just get so... so um, no, it just, it just feels like sometimes I only speak about sad things mm. and about things that are, are real. But now it's just I'm exploring, like I'm trying to develop the style that I I'm I'm, I'm trying to come up called Barakat, mm-hmm. which is Barakat is Arabic for blessing. Mm-hmm. So trying to find the positive within the negative. So find the happiness within the sadness. Trying to find the darkness within the light. Um, yeah. So that's my that's my journey yeah, right now. How easy is it about happy things compared to writing about sad things? I mean, it's... How do you find it? I, I, I love writing poems of blessing and joy. They always come out a bit better sweet. Yeah. But I think that's balance, yeah. isn't it? Um, I mean, it's also about not shying away from the, the, mm. the, un, the things that need to be spoken mm. about. Um, and I feel we need to find ways that are that we, we have healthy t- dialogue with each other, but also with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, 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 it's hard writing about the, uh, difficult things and about sad things. It's really hard, but um, it, it ends up... I mean, I have a poem that I wrote for my grandmother. Um, and that poem ended up being a celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it speaks about the sad, sad poem, every time I perform it, she's yeah. with me, yeah. and I feel her presence with me. So it's, it's, it's about... Yeah, just that's how I how I see it. <laughs> Absolutely, thank you. Um, I guess you know, seeing as you guys are in London, um, London town, London town. Mm-hmm. We're at the Roundhouse yeah. where you have been performing, and um, yeah. you're connecting up with lots of people um, in the UK yeah. poetry scene at the moment. Yeah, I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts about how. I don't know. This is your first experience of the UK poetry scene, or have you yeah. done it before? No, no first time. Okay. So, what, how does it compare with what you guys are doing in South Africa? Have you been kind of like um, impressed, or there, has there been anything that made you think, "Hmm, why aren't they talking about that?" And mm. no, I have, I have lots of strong, strong thoughts and feelings yeah, about it yeah. myself. I'm not being interviewed. <laughs> you guys are. Well, I mean, for me, um, attending the Roundhouse Slam on yeah. Sunday night was a uh, was a very um, it was yeah. an amazing experience. And who, who won? What? Was that Caleb? Um, Caleb won. Caleb yes. won. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so that was that was really 
really good to hear that sort of diversity of, of, mm. of young voices and to get a, get a sense of what people are interested in and what they're talking about and so on. I mean, um, I, was, I was just blown away by the, just the, the quality mm. of the poetry in general and the, the storytelling that goes into it and, and so on. So, yeah. Mm. Um, what, was the, what was the winning poem about? What was that? What was the winning poem about? What was Caleb's poem about? Oh, it was about the well, the first poem that he did, which, which was my his favorite, was about, he was talking about Picton, Picton. how he come. No, that was the second poem was about Picton. The first one was about the Nile, the River Nile. Oh, yeah. how he how he, mm. he, he sees his, himself being connected to the Nile, to the middle of the Nile, and sort of that. A celebration of Africanness. Yeah, because it's from Sierra Leone. Or his yeah. heritage is from Sierra Leone. Yeah. So it was a just a celebration of finding himself within this space mm. as a within that heritage. And I mean, sorry to jump in, Peter. Um, we the the um, I I I just saw the like the content might be different, but the themes is exactly what young people back home are mm. speaking about. It's the same struggles, it's the same journeys, it's the same, it's just the same type of thoughts that young people are going through at the moment. And that was amazing to see that we connected by so something so much deeper than, like sometimes our geographic location separates us, yeah. but our humanity doesn't connect us. Yeah. And I felt so connected to humanity on Sunday night yeah. after that slam. I felt so happy to have been here as a poet and to see that language and stories are our connector, yeah. you know? And the themes are the same all over the world. The content might be different, but what the actual themes what people are speaking about are just the same. It's quite hard, it's, it's really, it's a really reassuring, isn't it? You're like, actually, we just, we just, we breathe and we eat and we sleep and we worry about similar things. Yeah. And language is not a barrier, exactly as you said, if that happens. Um, now, I know that you're both tackling uh, waffles <laughs> and bacon, but uh, can we get another poem from yeah, you, Peter? Sure, sure. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and, okay. So this poem is called uh, Reaching Shore, and it is, it tries to describe a meeting of people um, across time, yeah, people coming together and listening to each other. Let's kick off our fins, zip open our skins like wetsuits and shake our ears clean. Now the past still clings to our faces like seed drops, but the fire will change all of that. Let me not think that I understand what water means to you simply because I've also swum. We have different currents that brought us here. But now that the dive is done and the beach is ours, we can dry our bodies by the same flames. Come sit with me around the heat, with the shingles of the ocean in our ears and the embers of the fight still fresh in our eyes. Never mind the stories that separate us. Never mind our lifeless skins lying in heaps like washed out kelp. Never mind our wet words and the inadequacies of night. The fire will change all of that. Thank you so much. I think that was a really lovely segue from that conversation about the common themes of humanity. You've yeah. got kind of all of humanity mm. just uh, leaping out of the sea, yeah. Yeah. shaking <laughs> off the sand after a swim. Thank you. Um, so I guess we're going to ask one more question from you guys and then I have one last poem from Agent to wrap up. But um, 
Where do you sort of see instinct? What do you? I suppose two questions. Where do you see your own poetry going next? Like, uh, sort of describes about what you've been feeling here. Um, are there any particular projects that you have on the go? And what's next for instinct? You're obviously here as ambassadors. You've yeah. pulling. You, you've done such a great job of pulling together lots of people in one city in uh, in South Africa. It looks as if you're forging links across the world. Mm. Tell me a bit about what's going on. <laughs> okay, so maybe um, on, a, on a personal level this has been a, a kind of a creative rebirth for me this, uh, this past week. Um, so I am very excited to go back home and just, just start writing and not stop mm. very soon and, and, and to try and get a collection of, of, of poems out maybe in the next year or two. Um, and then on a collective level, I mean it's about creating more opportunities for South African poets to come here, for UK poets to come down to us, have more collaborations, create things together. Because, also, because we live in, in such a connected age, there are so many possibilities for digital collaboration, as we said earlier, like, that's definitely something that you want to, that you want to look into. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess a dream would be to, 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 bring, to bring over a whole like, minibus full of sure. South African poets and just tour around the country. <laughs> and just tour the country, meet up all the festivals. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't have a, like a poetry circuit like you have yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like you have a cool circuit that people can follow in each city. Mm. So our next goal is to come back and do that circuit. Um, Tour around, do a tour around the country. You need to come and do Hammer and Tom. Yeah, we'll I think. Oh, I think we better put you up on. Yes, <laughs> get you on that yeah. tour. So we, yeah, and I mean, bring bring some more poets with, bring some traditional mbongi, um, bring just a whole variety of South African poetry into mm. this space. To um, yeah, just uh, to for people to see to see our context and mm-hmm. to see where we come from. Are there other countries apart from the UK that you're interested in connecting up to? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think we've got to start at home. Yeah. So we also think about travelling a bit through through our country, but also Southern Africa. You know, like yeah. mm. get poets, get poets together from 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 different um, sub-Saharan African countries. I was going to ask actually because. Um, I'm, I'm planning a trip to Nigeria and I was like, they've got a really strong spoken word yes, scene in Nigeria. Really, really strong. Amazing. That would be amazing if we, could, yeah. if, if we could, you know, somehow collaborate like that. Yeah. Yeah, we try, we're speaking to a few people to try and get like conversations going between organizations in South Africa and yeah. in Nigeria. So we're going to have an inter, like, inter-African conversation yeah. and um, collaboration yeah. happening. Um, which is needed in an African context yeah. as well, uh, because we've been so separated as a continent. I think this is the this is the time for us to use technology and to use resources in order to unify through poetry yeah. and through our stories. And it's it's a, it's very exciting right now because we're going back home with this idea that the sky's the limit yeah. for us, and we can we can absolutely do we can think it, we can achieve it. I mean, we. We thought we, when we met um, Sylvia Addison of the Roundhouse three, two years ago, we were just thinking and playing around the day after. We were like, ah, we're going to London. We're going to London. We're in freaking London now, <laughs> you know? Like, anything is possible. So, 
Is there advice that you'd give to poets out there who've got great burning idea, passion for connecting people together, but are a little bit nervous or lack a bit of confidence? Because um, you guys have got, you know, you, you push hard and you make things happen. And um, sometimes I think people, you know, it, it's not necessarily very easy to go, oh, I can do that as well. Mm -hmm. Is there any advice that you give? Just keep at it, keep on keeping on. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best, I think. And don't, don't like underestimate what you can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't, don't think that, ah, no, this won't work, I can't do this. And so, but really, really um, try and, and, and cultivate that uh, kind of openness yeah. um, towards, um, towards creating new, new things. Yeah, yeah. No, like words sound is power. What we say, we, we, we become. Um, that's how powerful we are. Um, we, and channeling that into a, into a way that you want to see for yourself. Is, I'm sure everyone just wants positivity for themselves, so I mean just sowing positivity and you'll reap in success. I think openness is such a key word because yeah. like, this is what poetry is, it's giving isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. To give with open hands and not yes. demand something back, yes, but yes, hope yes, it yes, comes yes. back. Just yeah. give, give. Yeah, the more you give, the more also you will receive. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much guys. And Adrian, can you wrap this up with our last poem? Cool, I'm just going to drop. One of my verses. <laughs> Woo! Hello, salam, time to renew forgotten bonds with chants and songs learnt in a semester. The truth will fester. Welcome to the ceremony of wordplay with the ancestors. So swallow your vengeance as we partake in ascendance, communicating with higher descendants, exchanging and debating stories about our past, whilst educating black skins with white masks. Because my eight stick is hardcore and your freak. You suffer now quick from rhyme verdriet Styles opgeleid die antieke kennis Maar nog steeds is ek die aan educated menis Different translated to Afrikaans Verskillend Expression die reimklets kinds Brilliant Afrik lyrico resisting systems Stelsels wil gekrat en believe they practice resistance En moet pas op Hulle gebruik oorse taal om te bepaal of te inpas Met hulle lineaal wat sy verbind aan die rasklas Met hulle lineaal wat sy verbind aan die rasklas Amazing! You Thank go. you! How many languages is that in? Two. Two? <laughs> two? That's, that's, that's more than most of my <laughs> Um I'd just like to say a huge thank you to you guys for thank taking you. the time to talk uh, to us. Yeah, um, people can find out more about Inzink Poetry at... Um, Inzink Poetry on Facebook, Inzink underscore Poetry on Twitter, Twitter Inzink Poetry on, on Instagram. Instagram. That's what we have. Um, Website coming soon. Website coming soon. Um, I, if you're interested in finding out a bit more about um, the people that I saw in Stellenbosch, I'm writing an article to go with this uh, podcast, which is going to be up on my website, which is www.michellemadsonpoet.com. Uh, that's Michelle Madsen from Luna Poetry signing out with Peter Odendal and Adrian Van Week. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. Thank you.